Next time, I'll try knitting. A recovering alcoholic's opinion about life, sobriety and stuff. Lights down, bums on seats, silence please, on with the show. I remember the first time I saw a jumbo jet up close. I was at a boarding gate at Heathrow and could see the monster aircraft through the windows. Fully loaded, a Boeing 747 can weigh an impressive 378 tonnes, which is equivalent to the weight of two houses. I don't know about you, but the idea of houses flying sounds weird, and looking at the 400-tonne jumbo jet, I had the same feeling. On the other hand, as I sat there, I was one of, what, maybe 400 passengers waiting to board? So to put it another way, what are the chances of 399 fellow travellers being completely mad and getting on board an aircraft that couldn't fly? Not a lot was my guess. Anyway, perhaps they'd all done it before. Who knows? I wasn't going to ask 399 opinions about the physics of flight. So despite my misgivings that something that heavy could fly, I boarded. And the plane took off, flew across the Atlantic and landed. Ho-hum. When we landed, there were no cries of relief, applause or muttered prayers. Nope. Rather boringly, everyone just got off and went about their business. Now, I have a reasonably strong grasp of maths and physics, but it's something else to put that knowledge to the test. Without, well, what? Without a little faith that it's going to be okay. I think I felt the same about sobriety. How could I get sober? Not possible, I thought. Couldn't be done, not in my lifetime. Had I carried on drinking at the rate I was, I'd have had a short life. Eventually I got pushed into one of the fellowships, pushed by a bulldozer and a cattle prod, I might add. I didn't come in without putting up a fight. Why? Because I simply didn't believe that sobriety on a continued basis was possible. So I sat in my first meeting, baseball cap pulled firmly down over my eyes, surrounded by sober people. That was a challenge. I wasn't sober, they were. I didn't like that. It was like they had some kind of mojo that I didn't have. So I did what any dysfunctional alcoholic does. I left the meeting and got pissed, just to show them that none of their talk was going to work on me. If this were an airport, you could say that I got to the boarding gate, then shredded my ticket and walked away blaming everyone but myself for not having a ticket to fly. But as time went by, I started to want what others had in the fellowship, sobriety, and with it some measure of sanity. And I began to have faith that what they were doing would work for me. Now, before I came into the fellowship, I tried various self-help books and a pile of other stuff. Curiously, none of it had any impact. It hadn't worked because I was lacking the essential piece of the jigsaw, physical evidence that others had got sober, via whatever method they collectively chose. The fellowships provided that missing link for me, and in time I got sober. Now that I'm sober, I quite like to stay that way. That's going to require a little work on a daily basis. But very fortunately, I have the privilege of doing that in company. I can draw strength from other members of the fellowship as they share their journeys with me. And I guess that's my way of saying that being in something together and having a shared experience makes it much easier for me to stay sober and help others. And perhaps it proves that jumbo jets and maybe, just maybe, flying houses ain't the only miracles in town. Next time I'll try knitting by JJ Chum. Another episode will appear soon, like a bus, and mow you down when you're not looking. Bye.